my songs all day all night every minute every second every hour that does sound somewhat like torture i would imagine to the multitude out there that's quite a good way to start i think torture because um i want to play you a brand new song and it's called church of the groove um and this song actually just listening to it back a moment ago i was thinking uh when i was a kid they used to trot us off to the uh, churches every weekend and i found those churches really quite scary and all we heard was stories of demons and hell and we had to be really really good and i thought why is church feeling so scary well my heaven used to be going to the dance halls on the weekends after church and hearing all the great soul music and dancing in my school days was really quite a religious experience and that's where i pledged my allegiance and the priests and the nuns used to drag me back and say no 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 my laddie boy get back in here abundance is grace abundance is forgiveness abundance is mercy abundance is redemption Mm, yes but dancing with pretty girls on the weekend is also spiritual anyway this is episode 13 doesn't bode well for all the demons does it but i think number 13 is going to be good for us so here is a brand new song taking you into the church of the groove Spirit, and we are. 
Everybody's got to find their own true God. That's the truth. Yes, I rather think it is. Um, as a kid, it was just such a special time to get out to the dance halls on the weekends and to hear fresh new music and to move your body to it and to make friends with pretty girls. Uh, that was my religion for a while, but now I do love the choirs and churches. I believe in all that beautiful choral music. So I'm not really a heathen or a pagan. Well, maybe just a little bit. Um, that song, Church of the Groove, I was going to put on a deluxe album, uh, a deluxe version of an earlier album of mine called Hotel of the Two Worlds, and I thought that might be a really great addition to it. But I think I'm going to put it on the Poetry of Collisions, Volume 1, and that might already be out. So hope you enjoyed that, um, all you Church of the Groove pagans. Oh, lovely. Seems that we all agree. Music is the language of us all, the great uniter. I suddenly slipped into a Victorian mode there. Uh, the priests and the lovely nuns definitely left their mark on me. 
We're in the mood of the uh, Saturday night dance halls. Well, that's in my mind anyway. And uh, after we'd been dancing all the funk songs and all the reggae songs, I'd want to do a slow dance with a girl. Uh, I want to play you now a song from The Vault, a song from my album, A Temper of Peace. This is the kind of song that I would be searching out the lady to dance with, and I'd wait my chance and then run onto the dance floor and grab her before she could move. Um, songs like Oh Girl by uh, The Shy Lights, songs like Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye, um, songs like that, and Hall & Oates ballads, those were the songs I would... Well, when you're dancing fast, You'd eye the girls you wanted to do the slow dance with And then as soon as you heard the tempo come down Bang! You're on there This is a song called I Can't Get There Without You There was a time when I believed I could all of my dreams and I could make it in this world alone but as I tried to make my way through the forest of my days well that truth in my heart struck home and now I know that I by my side to help me make it through No, I can't get there without you You're the love I need to keep me strong and true No, I won't strength and in the desert of my fears my hope if I should fall you hear my call no when I lose my way you're the compass in my heart and so you must know that I To help me make it through No, I can't Get there without you You're the love I need To keep me strong and true No, I won't Together we'll 
need you by my side to help me make it through. Oh, I know it's so easy for me to see. Are just meant to be. No, I won't walk through life without you. I would fall apart, slip into the dark. I would lose my way. No. Strong and true. No, I can't get there without you. No, no, put your hand in mine. Blood to the love of day. That's a song of mine called I Can't Get There Without You and it's uh, featured on actually two of my albums, A Temper of Peace originally and then on my um, compilation album, uh, The Slender Sadness, The Love Songs. I'm reminded that when you've uh, picked that girl to do the slow dance with, usually it ended up with um, a man running onto the dance floor, punching me in the face and saying, get away from my girlfriend. Um, I have a few teeth still left in various dance halls in Southampton. So my fellow Owlheads, just want to say thank you again for joining me on episode 13. Goodness, season one has gone all the way through the year almost. Um, Thank you for being here. Why don't we enjoy ourselves and go right back to that famous time when there was big hair, terrible fashion choices and MTV. Why don't we go back to, yes, the 80s. Ah, the 80s mobber. They've been wonderful all year. Very loyal, been here in the Owl's Nest, cheering whenever I mention the 80s. And they are dressed terribly. I just want to let you know they're wearing awful coloured flares today. Um, But we're going to play a song called Who's Going to Take You Home Tonight? The demo, um, recorded by Mr. Sir Tom Jones uh, in 1989. I did this demo in the garage here on a 16-track, and uh, it was made for Jive Records, a label that I was signed to, and they asked me to write for Tom Jones and Samantha Fox around exactly the same time. Quite opposites, I suppose, although um, Tom does have a big chest, and so did Samantha Fox have a big chest. Anyway, tell you some more about the song after. Here we are with a demo of Who's Gonna Take You Home Tonight. Sidewalk walking 
Well, Owl's Nest Radio is a songwriter's podcast, uh, uh, really at its heart. And that was a demo. I play all the demos of my songs throughout my career, all the odds and sods. That's a song called Who's Gonna Take You Home Tonight. I recorded that, and it was recorded eventually by Mr. Sir Tom Jones. And I produced him on that track in 1989 on an album called Move Closer. And quite a little funny story about that was I thought it was quite daunting to uh, produce Tom Jones. And so when we were in the studio, I was guiding him how to sing the song. And um, I was quite nervous, actually, because I'd grown up as a kid and watched him on TV. And my mother used to swoon at home looking at him while all the women threw knickers at him on a TV show. So it was quite strange to be producing him. And I was a little bit in awe. and uh, he ca- I went out to do a guide vocal so that he could practice. And uh, then he came back in the studio and I thought, well, to make things sound good, feel good, I'll just have a nice conversation about what he's chewing. He was always sort of chewing on something. I said, what's that, Tom, that you're chewing on? And he said, well, it's a cough suite of sorts and it opens up my throat. It's really great for vocals. And he said all, all through his career he'd used it and it uh, opened up his larynx, opened up his voice box and he said it's always helped him in preparation to sing. And me just trying to be nice and everything, I said, oh Tom I should try that sometime. Then he went no, it wouldn't help you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Sir Tom. I'd like to play you now a song uh, I wrote with Bernie Taupin. Uh, I think this song is quite special. Uh, never made it onto one of my, any of my albums for some peculiar reason. I wonder why I didn't do that. Um, it's a beautiful song called Slow the Dogs Down. Quite an amazing lyric by Bernie, a reflection on ageing. A uh, very open-hearted lyric, I think, here. It reflects um, a journey through the business and how it can affect relationships and how the journey can make you feel like you're being hounded by the hounds. So here's my demo of a song called Slow the Dogs Down. Time. 
That's the home demo of a song called Slow the Dogs Down. I wrote that with uh, the great Bernie Taupin and the great guitar you heard there is played by uh, my songwriter partner from the past, Brian Fairweather. Midway in the show and the creepy music um, or the atmospheric music uh, fades up, which means it's time for the um, beloved, hated, accepted, normalised, we'll take it quiz. (laughs) So question number one, how tall was I yesterday? How tall am I today? Now, um, it does get tough to think about the questions that have to relate to me, but... I think I found a couple, and you know the rules. 50 points for the first one. Thank you, piano player, yet again. You've done very well this year. Um, And question number two will give you 50 points. If you get them both wrong, well, I've said it before, it's really quite pathetic. So, question number one. The great uh, Phil Collins... um, played on three of my tracks, was involved in three of my tracks on my debut album, In the House of Stone and Light. What three tracks did Phil Collins contribute to? There you go. Have to do a bit of homework there, I expect. Thank you, piano player, leading us on to question number two. I wrote a song called Flashback in the 1990s. A song called Flashback. What artist recorded that song? And what album was it on? So we need to know the artist's name and the album title. Give you a little clue. I did collaborate on the song. Good luck, tally-ho, go for it. Let's see if anybody out there is a real owl genius. (laughs) Mm, That wasn't supposed to be funny at all. I suppose the word genius associated with me garners... Hmm. Oh well, onward. The important music, the heralding of something that is maybe just a little bit different from the normal Radio Owls Nest show. If you tuned in to the last uh, show, I did mention that... Let's wait for the... Yes, come on, come on. Thank you, thank you. Now shut up, all right. Um... I did mention in the previous radio show that I'd done something uh, with my manager, Diane Poncher, something quite strange for Ironing Board Records. Ironing Board Records is my own little independent record label made just basically for me to put out all my stuff. But uh, Diane played a tape to me by this band called Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads, and I was knocked out, as I said before, on that show. They are more 80s than the 80s were ever 80s, and they've been recording an album, and I'm going to put it out, I think, on Iron and Board Records. I've just heard another track, um, and this track is pretty amazing to me. It's called um, The Silence of the Animals, and uh, I now realise that Zeke uh, Monroe has quite a philosophical, uh, fun outlook. <laughs> but I want to play this track to you, because um, we've just heard it. It's called The Silence of the animals and it's by yes Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads There's always been a kick drum beating There's always been a right shot snare There's always been a gunshot but can you hear the silence of animals The silence of Oh 
always been skyscrapers falling There's always been a scream in the dark There's always been a big bang But can you hear the silence of animals? The silence of animals Can you hear in between the human eye? Can you hear the silence of animals? There's always been a jet engine roaring There's always been a big bomb dropping There's always been a machine gun Can you hear the silence of animals? Can you the silence of animals? In between human eyes The silence of the animals Listen Quite wild, eh? 
That's uh, Zygmunt Rowe and the Flashheads, and uh, very avant-garde, but also incredibly sort of German disco, dance, weird, 80s. But uh, they do come from Munich, and I'm very pleased that Diane pointed them out to me. That's a song called Silence of the Animals, and they're working on their debut album, and I feel quite proud that I actually am going to put out their music. Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads, philosophical madmen, it seems to me. Abundance is grace. Abundance is forgiveness. Abundance is mercy. Abundance is redemption. There's our very friendly nun that we heard right at the beginning of the show when I was expressing how my religion was actually going to the dances and uh, letting loose on a Saturday night night and uh, I'm glad that she's watching over me still. This leads us on to a track actually which in some kind of way um, I think is linked. It's a song called Orphan and it's brand new um, and it might already be out on my second instrumental album called The Occupation of Hope. After my first instrumental record, The Amber of Memory, I was very encouraged to keep following uh, this mode of writing and um, I can't really stop now. Every now and then I really want to um, express this uh, side of my writing. Uh, The track you're going to hear is called, as I said, Orphan. Um, I really saw humanity looking at itself and possibly saying uh, we feel like orphans. Um, And that's the vibe of this piece of work. It's the second track on my instrumental album called The Occupation of Hope.
You've been listening to a piece of music called Orphan, uh, an instrumental piece from an album of mine, which I hope is out now, called The Occupation of Hope, and that's track two on that album. I mentioned in previous shows that it might be quite nice uh, to read something from uh, books that I'm reading, actually, on my Instagram account. Sometimes I do Beige's Book Club, and some of you seem to quite enjoy it. Um, I'm reading an exceptional book called The Reality Bubble by Isaiah Tong. I think I've mentioned something from uh, this book uh, previously. For some reason, when I was listening to Orphan, then I thought uh, what I'm about to read you now uh, may actually connect. So here we go. Many great thinkers have written about the reality bubble. In Plato's Allegory of the Cave, prisoners watched shadows projected against the cave wall and came to believe the shadows were the real thing. They confused appearance with reality. The ancient Indian texts of the Upanishads introduced the concept of Maya, the veil obscuring the true eternal world. And in Buddhist philosophy, the foundational principle of Dharma, or cosmic law, leads practitioners on a quest to see reality as it is, rather than as we perceive it to be, and understand that in this bigger picture, everything is connected. That's from a great book called The Reality Bubble by Zaya Tong. Check it out. I'd like to play you now a special little song to my heart, actually, a song called What Did I Do to Deserve You? It comes from an album of mine called A Temper of Peace that was released in 2012. And if any of you out there wonder what A Temper of Peace means, uh, I have been asked what that means by a few people looking at me very strangely. It means a temperance of peace, that wonderful place that we find in our lives very rarely, but when we get that balance, when we think it just feels really right, or the love, or the happiness, or the peace in my life feels really well balanced. And that's why I chose that title, A Temper of Peace, for this particular album. I'm rambling, I'm talking too much. Have a listen to the song, What Did I Do to Deserve You? And I'll tell you a bit more about it after. Won't you wear your harvest bow Like a badge upon your sword And we'll lay again beneath the crescent moon Can you feel the long grass wave Your breath against my face And once again, yeah, you will be my muse What did I do? What did I do to deserve you? While above us only stars You carved your name into my heart Where forever it remains my soul's tattoo What did I do? What did I do To deserve you? What did I do? What did I do To deserve you? Take this blood 
to your gentle soul Lay your pain on this wreath of rain Sleep on weary leaves Till our bodies weave Like two rivers bleed to the sea Thought I'd let that song uh, fade all the way out in its magnificent folk ambient glory. As you can hear there, um, I actually took some samples from uh, a church in the dif- in the distance and the bell ringing and a choir actually singing and people talking out in the wilderness. Um, I've been reading a book uh, about around that time called Electric Eden and it um, made me really see the great beauty of ambient electric music mixed with that kind of pastoral um, ghost hauntology vibe of uh, folk music. I bought a mandolin just for this song and, and, and really for this album and the mandolin as you know, well you may know, uh, is different tuning to a guitar so I had to really scramble my brain to think how to write the song with the mandolin and, um, and I played the bodhran, you know that wonderful Irish percussion drum that you hit with your ankles, your knees, your fingers, your elbows, your wrist, anything you can hit it with. So there you are, there's a little uh, step back into the archives, 2012, a song of mine called What Did I Do to Deserve You, an ambient pastoral kind of thing. Well, we started the show off with a song called Church of the Groove, so we seem to be in that kind of reverent mood, don't we? This is a song called Church Spires, and actually I think it's quite an opposite kind of song to uh, Church of the Groove that started the show off. But uh, it's from my album, Fugitive Pieces, a very intimate album of mine where basically I just sat at the piano for 10 days and wrote 10 songs. Uh, This is called Church Spires.
see our bread dog lying by the fire. Coats in the hallway shows our desire. Neighbors got cancer to send them to the park. I see him on the white bench in the dark. Church spires look down over our house and over me. Church spires look down over my house and over me. There's a drunken lodger on the kitchen floor. See the power station through the back door. Monday morning school, waiting by the gates. Too scared to go in. I'll be late. Church spires looking down. Church spires looking down over my house and over me. Yeah. I can hear the dredgers. Turn the TV on. Grandma's drinking something really strong. Three ducks on the water, flying out to space. Better put my coat on, try to escape. Church spires looking down over our house. And over me, there's church spires looking down over my house. And over me, That's a song called Church Spires from a solo album of mine called Fugitive Pieces. And it's called Fugitive Pieces because each song was basically written about a moment in my life that I could recall on the spot. It's a very, very personal album of mine and uh, written in a very different way. I could never repeat this really ever again in my life, I think. I was going through a little bit of a funk period thinking I'm heading into a slight depression and I thought to beat this depression, I must go to what I love and keep me sparked up. So I went to write a song every single day in a row. I had to write a song and it had to be finished that day, lyrically and musically. And uh, none of the lyrics were written down. They were just... um, brought forth from um, stream of consciousness and church spires relates to me as a schoolboy on the uh, Milbrook council estate in Southampton I remember walking to Redbridge secondary school and seeing those huge church spires every now and then that seemed to be looking down on you and watching over you and uh, keeping you in line 
all the songs on Fugitive Pieces were just moments that happened in a 10-day period. It's just me on the piano, electric piano and an acoustic piano. It took me right back to that time when um, I started songwriting in a little flat in Islington with a small piano. Uh, everything that counted was the chords, the melody, and your voice, and I wanted to keep that. I just added a little bit of um, atmospheric guitar around the edges. I hope you get a chance to hear Fugitive Pieces because it's a one-off kind of album for me. Oh, lovely to hear the call of the wild, the owls. I was getting quite lonely here, talking to myself in the owl's nest, but they're here somewhere up there in the rafters. The owls are telling me we're watching over you like the church spires. You're not alone. And the reminding bell, the reminding bell that wakes me out of my slumber and says, come on, just hit my face there. This is time, the bell means, for the quote, the quote of the show, the quote of the day. And um, earlier in the year, I uh, was given a quote by Margaret Bungard, a lovely lady that writes to me on the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. And she said, you should um, do this for your quote. It comes from Jimi Hendrix. Here we go. When the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. Very, 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 very inspiring. Thank you, Margaret, and thank you, Jimi Hendrix. One of the most beautiful sounds in the world to me, uh, from my kitchen, it's the tea boiling, and the kitchen is very near the owl's nest. It has to be, because I have to have at least 32 cups of tea per show. Um... Sadly, that uh, the tea boiling means it's the end of episode 13. My God, I had looked that up. My God, we're coming to the end of a season, aren't we? The year has gone ridiculously fast. When I was a child, Christmas took forever. Now Christmas comes every week. I want to take this moment to thank all you guys out there. This was an experiment, the Radio Owls Nest, all through the year. And um, now that we're on iTunes, I really, 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 really do appreciate all your support in keeping this going. Um, Vanessa Levitt, as you all know her from Facebook, who uh, keeps the old ball rolling. Pretty amazing, really. But thank you for um, actually getting the word around, because we do this very quietly. So if you do spread the word, try and bring in some more... um, owl heads we could do with them if you liked any of the music you heard today uh, go to cd baby where you can buy the real thing cds of uh, my solo albums and uh, you can download from there as well and on all the other internet sites you know spotify amazon itunes you can stream and buy songs from there all contributions are tax free Yes, great support there from the owls and the rafters. They know that every download counts because they get fed. No show of mine ends without me making the normal plea for all the animals out there, the animal kingdom, the innocent kingdom in my mind. If you're listening to this show, I I suspect that you uh, love animals as much as I do. Let's stop all that scientific testing on the animals. We must rid ourselves of that. That's the past. We're looking to the future and bring home an animal from the shelter and into your family. It's a wonderful thing to do. Okay, I'm stepping off of my soapbox now, and all that remains to be said is thank you for being with me, and I can't wait till you join me again in the Owl's Nest.